0: Gary Renard Podcast, Episode 12. Welcome to the Gary Renard Podcast, your up close and personal connection with Gary Renard, best selling author of The Disappearance of the Universe and Your Immortal Reality. I'm Gene Bogart, podcast producer and Gary's co host. And one of the features of our program that's become so popular is the segment we call Questions for Gary. That's when our listeners send in questions, I read them to Gary on the air, and we hear what his answers are. And we're getting so many of these wonderful questions, we've decided to occasionally do episodes that are just questions for Gary. You know, dispensing with all the annoying chit-chat and lines that Gary and I think are funny, but some people just find sexist and annoying. But many do enjoy it. We're not going to change our format in general. But we are going to do some episodes that are just questions for Gary. And this is one of them. So let's move on with some of those questions for Gary. And Gary, we have a question here for you from a, a lady named Sandra. She says, Hi, Gary. My name is Sandra and I'm a student of the course. I practice the Holy Spirit's way of forgiveness every day and still receive the same harsh treatment every day from the employees and some of the tenants who live here. Uh, she had mentioned she lives in a high rise apartment building where all this is taking place. Sandra continues, I understand that things don't change just because you forgive, but how can I continue to forgive and feel safe living here? And she says, P.S. I live and take care of my dad who's 81 and ill, so moving is not a good idea and he's not in favor of that anyway. So, what would the answer be? Thank you, Gary, for your courage, love, and determination. With love, peace, and happiness, that's from Sandra.
1: Well, first of all, Sandra, uh, thanks for your question. I appreciate it. Uh, Jean, she didn't say where she lives, did she?
0: No, she didn't give a location as to uh, you know where in the country uh, she is. She just said that she lives in a high-rise apartment building, so I guess it's a somewhat of a city.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a place that uh, you know probably isn't too attractive. And uh, you know, I have to say that there are a couple of different things going on here. First of all, you have to remember that there are different levels. Forgiveness is always done at the level of the mind. And the course is never done at the level of the physical. It's never done at the level of the effect. It's always done at the level of cause, which is the mind, never at the level of the effect. I'll give you an example of, uh, you know, some confusion that people have. Uh, You know, there are people, like, say that you're a woman and you're out on the street and somebody attacks you. Well, you don't uh, stand there quoting this workbook lesson from A Course in Miracles that says, if I, you know, if I... uh, Defend myself! I'm attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, that's just not where that's applied. It applies the level of the mind, not out there on the street. So, you know, if uh, somebody attacks you and uh, you're a woman, what you want to do is you want to kick them in the balls. Didn't Persa say that? Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm quoting her. <laughs> and uh, you know, and as far as the forgiveness goes, you know, you can forgive them later. You know, it's like you have to remember that that forgiveness is not meant to put you in jeopardy so uh... any measures that you have to take to protect yourself you know in this apartment building any action that you have to take if you have to call the police uh... if you have to uh... you know do certain things in order to make things work better for yourself at the level of form then then do it And the only uh... thing i would add is is ask the holy spirit you know how you should go about this you want to be looking for inspiration from the holy spirit and uh... You know, we uh, mentioned in uh, the previous show that uh, you may want to do that meditation where you join with God. One of the after-effects of that is inspiration. Now, that's not the focus. It's something that shows up later. Mm -hmm. The focus is on joining with God. Well, the same is true with forgiveness. The focus is on doing forgiveness, but uh, at the same time, you don't want to confuse the level of the mind, which is where forgiveness is done with the level of the physical, because uh, at the level of the physical, what you want to do is live a normal life uh, and, uh, you know, do the kinds of things that will will protect you and your Father. Take whatever action is necessary. Get whatever help is necessary. You know, that's the level of form, and uh, when it comes to the level of form, you do the same kinds of things that other people do. The only difference is you're not doing them alone. Now you're asking the Holy Spirit for guidance. Uh, Without knowing more specifics about your situation, that's about the best I can do for you there to remember that, uh, you know, you live a normal life and do the things you have to do to make that life work. And forgiveness is done at the level of the mind. You can't expect uh, things to change just because you're practicing forgiveness. That's not the purpose of forgiveness. The purpose of forgiveness is to change your experience of life, not the details of your life, but how you experience it. And so, yes, by all means, continue to practice forgiveness, But when it comes to uh, the details of what's going on there in that building, uh, you need to be very practical and uh, go about things in a normal fashion.
0: You know, it almost sounds like this same uh, area of discussion would be applicable to people who are police officers or folks in the military, where they sometimes have to do things that would be considered violent, you know, just in doing their jobs uh, and things that would be kind of severe types of actions if you were... A person in those professions and you were a course student, you could get to where you were very well practicing forgiveness even while you're arresting someone or shooting them if necessary or, you know, again, taking some really severe violent action, but it doesn't have to be done with uh, the forgiveness aspect of, of being judgmental or the non-forgiveness aspect of that.
1: I think you're absolutely right about that, and uh, you could take that to apply to just about anything. You know, like, I fly a lot, and when I'm in the in the plane... You know, I don't want the uh, pilot to be sitting up front reading A Course in Miracles. <laughs> you know, I, w- I want him to be going over his checklist and doing a good job. And uh, so that's, you know, he could be forgiving at the level of the mind, mm-hmm. you know, and doing his job at the same time. But uh, the focus now is not in changing what you do, uh, although that may certainly result from it. The focus is on changing your mind, and then everything else is just going kind to of flow naturally and, uh, you know, happen naturally as a result of that.
0: Our next question comes from Robert, who is from Dubuque, Iowa. And Robert says, Is ACIM saying that we should not marry because we shouldn't have, quote, special relationships? That we shouldn't have children because that would just be bringing another part of the ego slash mind into the world to believe in the illusion? That we shouldn't delight in things we deem beautiful because they are illusions designed to distract us from the truth? And that, again, is from Robert from Dubuque.
1: Well, I think that's all true, Robert, and also I would add to that that you shouldn't have been born. <laughs> and uh, I think that, uh, you know, what you've got to do is realize that it's not the Course's intention to take our special relationships away from us. It's the Course's intention to have us forgive them. At, at one point, the Course says, it is not the purpose of this Course to take away the little that you think you have. Right. You know, so it's not about uh, not getting married or not having relationships. It's about living a normal life, as I've been saying. So, you know, you, you meet somebody, you fall in love with somebody, you want to get married, get married. You know, uh, you want to have kids, have kids. You know, uh, you are going to have special relationships. You can't, you know, possibly not have special relationships. You're born with a special relationship. You know, you're born with the closest special relationship you'll ever have, which is with your mother and soon your father, if he sticks around, or whoever raises you, it doesn't matter. You, you can't get through this world without special relationships. The purpose of the Course is to forgive them. It's it's not that you're not going to have them. It's that you're going to forgive them, and that's the difference between the Course and other things, because now uh, you can use the Course to forgive everything in your life. And, uh, you know, that's true of uh, the, the many different kinds of special relationships that you'll have whether they be with friends or relatives or siblings or uh, work partners or you know all, all the different things that comes up through your life it's not about not having those things it's about forgiving them and uh... as for what you do in the world you live a normal life if you think that you have to give up things in the world that makes them just as real to your unconscious mind as if you want them so you know it's just two sides of the same illusory coin if you think that you have to give everything up you're wasting your time because you're still concentrating on the level of the effect and forgiveness is done at the level of cause the level of the mind and that's the focus of a Course in Miracles and the Disappearance of the Universe and your Immortal Reality is to uh, change your mind about the world as the Course says seek not to change the world seek rather to change your mind about the world and it's that shift in perception and changing the way that you look at things that is the heart of a course, in miracles.
0: This question comes from Daniel, and I don't have a location or a city for Daniel, but uh, he'll know who he is as he hears this. Here's his question for Gary: I was thinking about this lately. What if you can undo the script? Example, you play your part by not doing ego actions. Someone else also does the same that undoes his choice to act out the separation. Is it all predetermined, or is it editable to the point where it has no meaning and substance? When Artin and Persa said that you were going to speak publicly, you did. The question is, can you determine what's going to happen to you by undoing the guilt Or is it all predetermined, and it doesn't matter what you think, and the law of attraction mentioned in other New Age titles is nonsense? That's from Daniel.
1: Well, uh, you're right. Uh, The difference between uh, the law of attraction, for example, that's a linear uh, model. And what I mean by that is that it presupposes that you're making things up as you go along. You know, people think that they use their thoughts to... Uh, create what's going to happen to them, and uh, that's their experience. And I'm not here to deny that people experience life one moment at a time in a linear fashion, but what I'm saying is is that that's a false experience, that it's not really true. Uh, The truth is that everything is already predetermined. Everything is already determined that's going to happen. And your experience in a linear time frame is that you're making it up as you go along, but the truth is holographic. The truth is that it's all already happened. You know, just as Einstein said, past, present, and future all occur simultaneously. The truth is it's all already determined, and if it's all already determined, and if, in fact, it's all already happened, as Einstein said, then how could you possibly be making it up as you go along when it's all already happened? Mm -hmm. That's the truth. And, uh, you know, the other experience, the linear experience, while it is our experience, is nonetheless a false experience. It's not true. And so that's why... You know, all this stuff about attracting things to yourself. You know, it's already, it's already done. It's already over. At well, the instant, of the big bang.
0: We're mentally reviewing what's already taken place.
1: Yeah, that's what the Course says. You're reviewing mentally that which has already gone by. Well, if it's already gone by, then you can't be making it up as you go along, and you can't be uh, attracting all these things to yourself when you, when you already did. So, uh, yeah, the truth is that, uh, you know, it's holographic. It's already happened, and the best that you can do is look at it with the Holy Spirit and practice forgiveness instead of looking at it with the ego, getting all, you know, hung up on it and getting into it and, you know, saying, oh, I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to make that happen and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. I mean, even if you got it, you know, how long is it going to make you happy? It's just a temporary fix. And uh, what, of course, Miracles recognizes is that there's really only one problem, which is the idea that we've separated ourselves from our source, and there's really only one solution, and that's to go home. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, you have to give anything up. Uh, You can live a normal life. Maybe you'll, you know, get lucky uh, and, you know, maybe it'll be your turn to have a billion dollars like Oprah. But, uh, (laughs) you know, that happens because it's your turn, because that's what's supposed to happen for you in this lifetime. It doesn't happen because you're so spiritual. I mean, most of the rich people in the world who have all these things are not spiritual people. Mm -hmm. You know, most of the rich people in the world are greedy people. You know that's why they have more money than you do, <laughs> you know, because they do whatever it takes to get it, and it's the most important thing to them. And uh, you know, the question is, you know, what's important to you? Is it important to uh, go home, uh, which is a decision that only you can make, or is it important to kind of like, uh, you know, keep getting led, uh, you know, like a carrot on a stick, kind of like, uh, you know, enticing you to just, you know, try one thing after another, thinking that it's going to make you happy. When the truth is it can't make you happy. I'm not saying you can't have those things anyway. I'm just saying that that's not the focus. The focus now is on changing your mind in order to undo the ego, which is in your unconscious mind, and return you home to your source.
0: This question comes from Mary, and uh, Gary, you're going to like this. It promotes one of your books. says, Gary, I just finished your book, Your Immortal Reality. I understood some of it. It was hard to understand how to do the forgiveness part. If you could try to explain this to me, I would be most appreciative. Also, in the second part of the question, what books would you recommend to read to understand more about this? Thank you, and that comes from Mary. We don't have a location, but Mary, there you are.
1: Well, thank you, Mary. Aside from uh, your immortal reality, uh, uh, there are two other great books. Uh, one's called uh, The Disappearance of the Universe. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, and the other one's called The Course in Miracles. <laughs> and uh, what I would say is uh, if you're having difficulty doing the forgiveness in your immortal reality, uh, you may be thinking too much. And uh, I don't say that frivolously, because uh, the ego likes to make things complicated. But if you go into your immortal reality, there are two forgiveness thought processes that are presented Uh, One of them is on page 78, and it has to do with forgiving ourselves. And the next one is just two pages later on page 80, and that's the one where you uh, forgive other people. And they're really very simple uh, processes, but very important, because in changing that perception and the way that you look at yourself and the way that you look at others, uh, it does work. I think the key is, is that you have to do it and you have to stick with it. And don't make it out to be more complicated than it is. Uh, It's been said that the truth is simple, but it's not easy. And what I mean by that is that there are really only, you know, two ways of looking at things, you know, with the Holy Spirit or with the ego. And if you look at it with the Holy Spirit, it's a form of love and forgiveness that forgives people, not because they've really done something, but because they haven't really done anything. You know, as A Course in Miracles says, forgiveness does not pardon sins and make them real. It sees there was no sin. And in that view are all your sins forgiven. I might add that only in that view are all your sins forgiven. Because as you see him, you will see yourself according to the Course. So uh, it's not that complicated. What you have to do is simply change the way that you think about other people and look at other people. And those times when you blame yourself, you need to forgive yourself also. But in either case, it's really simply about seeing people as being spirit which is something that is perfect and immortal and invulnerable and totally innocent. And if you see them that way, and by see I mean think of them that way, then that is how you will come to experience yourself. And that's, that's really uh, a fundamental lesson of your immortal reality, that uh, how you feel about yourself and experience yourself is really determined by the way that you think about other people.
0: Our next one is a, uh, well, it's a quick question that I don't know if the answer will be uh, quick or if it's going to take more time because it's a, it's a good question. This comes from our buddy Jack, and he asks, Gary, is spirit energy or is energy that which the thought of separation has designed to bring life to the illusion? That's from Jack.
1: Hey, Jack. Uh, good question. I was going to say hi, Jack, but I, have to be, I don't want to say that, especially on an airplane. <laughs> uh, you know, you have to be careful nowadays uh i think that um, you know the question is uh fundamental and uh the truth is that energy has nothing to do with spirit you know uh first of all energy you know can change and uh of course in miracles and many other uh you know great uh you know thought systems of the past have described spirit as something that is unchanging of course in miracles says that uh whatever is eternal cannot change or be changed hmm And uh, there's a good reason for that, because if something is changing or evolving, then it's not perfect. Right. You know, if it was perfect, then it wouldn't have to evolve, Mm -hmm. uh, and it wouldn't have to change. So uh, perfection is unchanging. It's it's absolute stillness, like the Tao. The Tao is absolute stillness because it's perfect. And that's also true with with, uh, heaven. It's true with reality, whatever you want to call it. Uh, It doesn't change. Energy shifts and change, which by definition means that it's not real. And uh, it appears to be real, but the truth is there is much of a difference between matter and energy. No, it's they're really the same thing, ultimately. Yeah, they're really the same thing in a different form. Uh, the the uh, matter is mostly empty, in it, mostly empty space, and uh, it has to do with the fact that you're observing it, that it seems to be matter. Uh, you know, it's like you look at something, it may be particles, you look away from it, it may be waves. Uh, it's like all in the observation of it, in matter is just a different form of energy. And there's nothing special about energy, but people make a big deal out of it because the ego wants what we made to be important. You know, we're the ones that made up this universe of time and space, and now the ego that we joined with that uh, really gave us this script, it's like uh, the ego wants it to be important because the ego wanted to be God. The ego wanted to take over God's job. And so now you have, you know, people talking about co creating with God and all this stuff about, you know, really all this crap out there that's empty and meaningless and trying to make it into something special when it's not because it's where the ego wants us to look. The ego wants us to look out there on the screen, think it's important when it's not important, and that's why the Course says that the ego's motto is seek and do not find (laughs) because it keeps us looking out there you know, where the problem isn't, which is out there in the world, trying to distract us from looking to where the problem really is, which is the mind, which is once again the level of cause. So uh, the short answer to your question is that uh, energy has absolutely nothing to do with spirit. Spirit is something that is perfect, it's immortal, it's invulnerable, it doesn't change, it's constant, and uh, you know, that's where reality is and energy is just part of the whole illusion of time and space.
0: This question comes from my dear friend, Tammy. And Tammy writes in, Dear Gene, thank you so much for hosting the podcasts. I very much enjoy them and appreciate the opportunity to hear Gary speak on a regular basis. I also appreciate the energy and zest you bring to them as well. Thank you. Oh, Tammy, thank you, dear. Uh, (laughs) I'm so glad you gave me that opportunity to read that, but those are her words. I, I do thank you sincerely. That means a lot to me. Anyway, Tammy continues on. Here's my question for Gary gary has mentioned having memories of his lifetime as thomas when he was with jay could he share some of the scenes and experiences he has remembered of jay particularly ones that might not be in the gospels i am so fascinated and curious to know to know more about the unknown life of this beloved teacher of ours she says thanks again so very much that's from tammy
1: well Jeannie sounds like you have a fan there
0: I'd like to think that maybe Tammy will start the uh, the Gene Bogart fan club. What do you That's think? That's possible. I, I, I think so.
1: We'll have three members. <laughs> yeah, she probably, well, she probably won't be my fan after this answer, because uh, the truth is I, I do have more memories mm-hmm. of uh, the times with Jesus and you know that lifetime as Thomas and all that. But I have to reserve the, the, the revelation of that for the next book, oh. because uh, I am working on a third book with Art in Persa and the stuff that we've talked about, uh in the conversations will be there now the we're all place. mad at you Gary yeah i know but uh you know uh i would say this i would say that um, you know those those people who were there at that time uh jesus mary stephen thomas uh you know thaddeus uh first of all they were they were highly intelligent people you know very very intelligent people uh, There was uh, a couple of Gospels. The Gospel of Thomas, of course, was the first one that was written. There was another Gospel called uh, Words of the Master, which was recorded uh, by three people. Stephen was one of them. And uh, actually Thaddeus was another. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so you have uh, these people recording a couple of Gospels, and then uh, those Gospels were destroyed. The uh, Words of the Master was uh, what is now referred to as the Q Gospel that uh, a lot of the major gospels borrowed from, mm-hmm. and they, they just took the parts that they liked and left out the parts that they didn't like. And uh, I don't think that the Q gospel is ever going to be rediscovered, but of course the Gospel of Thomas was rediscovered, right? and then Persa corrected it and put uh, the whole version the way that it was supposed to be uh, in your immortal reality in that chapter called uh, Persa's Gospel of Thomas. Right. And... Uh, and that's, uh, that's pretty cool, because people are, a couple of people are actually writing books about that now, wow. uh, based on Persis' Gospel of Thomas, not on uh, you know, the other Gospel of Thomas, but on Persis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. And what I'm going to do in, the, in the, uh, the next book, in my end of the conversation, I'm going to elaborate on uh, you know, what it was like to be there 2,000 years ago, memories of Jesus, as well as Thomas and Thaddeus, and uh, you know even up to and including Thomas going to India, and uh, eventually losing his life there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've talked to a few people, by the way, lately who have been to India who have seen uh, the burial place of Thomas. Ah. And seen some of his bones and stuff like that.
0: And that was at that time. This wasn't like a later incarnation situation. This was Thomas of the of the biblical time of Jesus, who then later went and and tr- did those travels.
1: That's right. And he ended up in India, and that's where he uh, got his head cut off. Ooh. I like the way uh, I like the way Persa put it in the in the first book. She said. Uh, I got my head cut off in India, when you're in a body, you just never know what kind of a day it's going to be.
0: <laughs> Things started out so nice today. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, and uh, for those who may not be familiar with that, because Persa, th- 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 in, in your book, your teacher Persa, uh, in the earlier incarnation was St. Thomas, and Thaddeus, from those days, who was also then later known as St. Jude, right, same person? That's right. And then, then that person is Artin, your your teacher in the books
1: that's right so you got uh, Thomas 2,000 years ago you got uh, you know Gary now and Persa in the future uh, although she's coming not from the future but from outside of time and space now to visit me and uh, in the past you have uh, you know Thaddeus who would who would be someone in this lifetime who perhaps may be revealed in the third book ah but you're not aware of that yet well even if even if I did I wouldn't if you. <laughs> if,
0: if you told us, you'd have
1: to kill us all.
0: That's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Art and-, and yeah. so people know when they hear these podcasts, even though you and I are good friends, I'm not privy to any of this stuff, really. I mean, every now and then, yeah, you'll slip me a little nugget, a little ahead of general release. But not with this one, for sure. I mean, I have no idea. It's like, come on, Gary, tell me. And I want people to know when we're done with the recording, he still won't tell me. I'll, I'll pretty much find out when everybody else does.
1: That's true. I got used to keeping our conversations to myself because, you know, the first book uh, took place over a period of nine years, Mm -hmm. and they told me not to tell anybody uh, what was going on, and I didn't. I kept my secret for nine years. And, uh, you know, not that I was in any big hurry to run out there and tell people that uh, I had these two ascended masters appearing to me on my living room couch, (laughs) because I figured they'd think I was crazy anyway.
0: Well, they do anyway. Back then, they would have thought so even more. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'll, all I can say is that, uh, you know, I do have uh, memories, and uh, I have visions, and I have, I have dreams, and a lot of things that really uh, connect me to, you know, different lifetimes. And when I say different lifetimes, I want to emphasize that these are dreams. I mean, none of our lifetimes are real. They're all dreams. And that, that's true of uh, 2,000 years ago or the future or now. You know, it's all equally untrue and we don't actually incarnate into a body it just looks that way mm-hmm. you know like it, it looks like we're we're seeing right now with the body's eyes mm-hmm. but we're not we're actually seeing with the mind and our body itself is just a projection of the mind you know and uh... you know it's not real so the body according to a course in miracles never actually exists it's just you know a projection that is the same as the rest of the projection it's all part of the same projection The body may seem important to you because you think it's you. You think, you know, you look at all these other bodies, this is the closest one to you. Right. So you think that it's you, but it's really not. The
0: hero of the dream.
1: Absolutely. And uh, by the way, uh, there's a great quote from the hero of the dream in that chapter in Your Immortal Reality. There's about a page that they had me read from the hero of the dream. It's really one of the best quotations from A Course in Miracles. I believe it's on page 116 of your immortal reality, and that's well worth looking at. So I wanted to add that uh, what we're doing with our podcast now is uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty much twice a month, once every two weeks, and uh, that seems to work out well for everybody because the podcast get listened to by a lot of people over over the period of a couple of weeks. And... Uh, that seems to be a good interval. Uh, at one point, uh, we were going to do it once a month, and we were going to do it once a week, and it looks like we're going to settle on twice a month. And So I hope that uh, you guys will keep looking for the next podcast, which should come up uh, once every two weeks or so. And uh, it's working out really great. We're thrilled with the success of the podcast and the number of people who are listening, and uh, we hope that you'll continue to share it with others, and we're having a good time doing it.
0: The Gary Renard Podcast is produced by Enlighten Up Creations and presented by Forgiveness.tv. Verbal content of this program is copyright 2007, Gary Renard and Gene Bogart. For further information on Gary's best-selling books, The Disappearance of the Universe, and Your Immortal Reality, please go to his website, www.garyrenard.com. This is Gene Bogart saying thanks for listening. And remember that no matter what the question, forgiveness is always the answer. We hope you'll join us again next time here on the Gary Renard Podcast. Beautiful. They're going to have you talk at MIT soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been there, the Massachusetts Institute of Trekkies. Of Trekkies? I like... Yes. (laughs) Live
0: long and prosper, Captain Mm -hmm. Gary.